On Good Friday, Jesus was brutally murdered. And there's no other way to put that. He was beaten by the Jewish temple guards, scourged by the Roman soldiers, forced to carry his cross to Golgotha, where he was then nailed to a beam and hung from his arms until he died. His death was no secret. It was a public spectacle. Now, I can't imagine the pain that watching this type of suffering must have caused Mary and the disciples. They loved Jesus. He was more than their master. He was their hope. He was God's promise fulfilled after so many long years. Here was Jesus, the Messiah. And now, well, now all of that was over. He was dead. He was just another man killed by the Romans. Take a moment and sit with the grief of Good Friday. Take a moment and feel the total desolation of Holy Saturday. Allow yourself to feel the ache of loss that those who loved Jesus felt. Because it's only in allowing ourselves to enter into that mystery of Christ's death that we can fully appreciate the wonder of his resurrection. And from the evening of Holy Thursday through Holy Saturday, the apostles' lives must have been nothing but raw, bitter ache. How many times must they have replayed the events in their minds? Did they sleep at all? I mean, they must have been wrecked. And the women, like Mary Magdalene, who steeled themselves after witnessing his passion to go back to the tomb and to anoint his body. Each step towards that tomb must have been a mile. How could they not relive and replay the moments of life which they share with Jesus as they walked towards the tomb? Only then to be confronted with the horror that his body was missing. Peter and John, upon hearing the news, run to the tomb, and they didn't expect to find the Lord had risen. They ran, no doubt, filled with anger. Is it not enough that they murdered him, but now they take his body too? I mean, when they arrive at the tomb, well, well things don't quite add up. I mean, it, if the Jews or even the Romans were going to take the body of Jesus, wouldn't they have just taken the body? Why would they leave his burial clothes? Why was the head cloth pulled off and just sat where the body should have been? And the burial clothes, why were they rolled up like that and placed apart? In John's gospel, it says that John went in second after Peter, and seeing the way the tomb had been left, he believed. And then in the next sentence, it says that they didn't yet understand. I mean, I think a lot of us are right there. We know the story, but have we come to believe? Do we understand what's happened? I mean, has the risen Lord been given lordship in our lives? I mean, Jesus' resurrection is the pivotal moment in human history. His life is given and sacrificed for our sins. It's in his resurrection that we come to new life. It's in his resurrection that we're called to live as a new creation. We're called to live in him. This Easter, we need to invite the Lord to be new in our lives. We, like the apostles, have to give up all of our thoughts of who he should be or what he should be doing. And we need to ask him to crush those thoughts so that he can truly begin to be who he's supposed to be in our lives. That was the experience of the apostles. I mean, they had faith in Jesus. They thought they knew his plan. They were ready for what they thought he was going to do. And then all of that was destroyed in the cross. And now empty of all of that, they began their encounter with the risen Lord. This Easter, we need to invite God to remove all of our ideas of who he is, and to come into our lives anew. We need to invite him to reveal not who we think he is or what we think he's supposed to do, but who he truly desires to be in our lives and the plan that he has for our lives too. 
This has been the Weekly Word from Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If this podcast is serving you, please consider going to everydaycatholic.com forward slash donate and making a monthly pledge.